1: girl he'd ever seen, so sweet, so sweet, so sweet, he said you are the one, you're sweet, so sweet, so sweet, I was at work one day, he came to visit me, he waited and took me home, he said nice things to me. He said to me, you cannot be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And then he said to me, you must be left by God. You can just fall in love, fall away your feelings. Carby G, he promised me. And other girls, he promised to marry them too. But he lied to all wanted to marry a really nice guy, he came, wrecked me, wrecked me, I thought he was the one, but the word of God is always right, I was right, not a darkness, they can't mix at all, coffee was so exciting, but he was not. Pastor said to me, The word of God is true. What has life got to do in darkness? Your body is the temple, the temple of the Lord. So don't give yourself to boys like Carby G, Carby G. He promised me another ghost. He promised to me.
2: in our lives. So I'd like us to just give a big round of applause as Sister Yvonne comes up to share her testimony with us. Hello, my name is Yvonne from Apache. Um, I'm just testifying (laughs) on behalf of friends, but also it's about how we encourage others to believe the word of God. Um, Many years ago, I visited some some friends in Holland, and they hosted me. It was even impromptu. I just sent an email. I said, look, I'm coming here, so can you host me because I'll need a place to stay just for about three days. And he said, oh, no, I'm going to London. I'm not sure I'll be back. But the next day, I found an email, and he said, no, you can come. So he just gave me the directions, and I went to visit. They lived in a small three-bedroom house, You know, not too much space. I had to even take their kids' room, you know. So I left. This year, I went back again. Before I left, he said, we've been trying to sell this house because now they have two kids. And I'm like, don't worry. You're going to get whatever house you get. And they said for the past five years, they've put the the house on sale. And they haven't gotten a buyer, you know. So I encouraged them and I said, no, if God wants you to have a new house, you're going to have it. You know. So when I was leaving I just felt the urge to pray And you know sometimes it's not easy Because my friend is married to a white lady You know a Dutch And you're not sure whether But from our discussions I realized that she's a Christian at least You know she knows the Bible And she reads it and she prays So that was a good start for me So I said no let's just pray And this house that you're looking for God is going to give it to you So I left to London then when I was there, she sent a message and she said, oh, the estate agent came and the next day somebody made an offer on the house. You know. Then I said, okay, then it means you need to start looking for one. Already the husband had driven me around and pointed out a few houses that they wanted. You know. So I said, you would get it, don't worry, it's just a matter of time. Now that somebody has made an offer... Definitely you need to start, your action is that you need to start looking for a new place and look for something that you really like. Don't just go for anything, you know. I came back to South Africa and lo and behold, they sent a message and said, the day you left, the estate agent called and said somebody had made an offer on the house. Then three days later, they said we found the house that we wanted. Somebody made an offer before them. So it was like they weren't going to get that house they liked. Then later they said, Oh, the person decided not to take that house. And now they are moving from a three bedroom into a six bedroom house. And I just want to thank God for what he's done in their lives. Amen. Amen. Let's clap our hands as we welcome Sister Madden Mm -hmm. to give us another ministration. Please encourage her to come up.
1: I've been a Christian for so many years Serving the Lord and working in the church Now I have a greater passion to love my Lord God made the sun, the moon and the stars God is so great yet he seems so far But when I talk to him it seems commandments. What have you told me that I'm not doing? Where have you said
3: God's word comes into our life. God is bringing a change. God is bringing a change, a dramatic change in our lives. The Bible says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was dark and void, and chaos was upon the earth. And the Lord said, Let there be light. And there was light. So anytime God speaks into our lives, He brings light so that you can see what is happening in your life. And He comes to fix the chaos and the mess. May your chaos and mess be fixed by God's word today in the name of Jesus. Let me hear a loud amen. Lift your hands, just bless Him, bless Him that today is one of those... Opportunities. Today is one of those opportunities. God Lord, we bless you. We we'll give you glory. We we'll give you praise.
1: It's a prayer. We we'll thank you. Thank you for your word. Me. Thank
3: you for your spirit. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your, thank you for your spirit. Thank you, O God.
4: Thank
1: you. It's another to We we'll give you
3: glory. You deserve
1: honor and
3: in adoration Lord
1: thank, thank you Almighty. it's an honor it's a privilege to worship Goodness. make, make of all universe all universe it is an honor it's an honor, it's an honor just to stand before you with, with a, a grateful, grateful heart I live. Proclaiming, Lord, you are With a grateful heart I lift my hands to you
2: Declare
1: you you
3: love, with deep love first for you and for one another. We give you glory. We give you praise. I humble myself today and I say use me to your glory more of you and less of me. To you be praise and glory forever and ever and everybody said amen. Say a nicer amen Welcome your neighbor into the month of December Tell your neighbor this is your month of blessing
4: This is
3: your month of breakthrough This is your month of promotion
1: This is your month
3: of fulfillment
1: This is
3: your month of celebration
1: This is the month that you will do well It's coming your way Expect something suddenly in your life Tell your neighbor Expect something suddenly Something good suddenly Something good suddenly Something good suddenly suddenly Will happen to you I said it will happen to you (laughs) It's a new day day. The fresh anointing It's coming my way, it's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season, it's coming my way. One more. It's a new season, it's a new day. It's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season. Sing it like you believe it. It's a new season. It's a new season. i
3: for the whole of this year. And then just two weeks ago, or less than that, it just occurred to me to contact somebody else. So I just contacted the person. And I said, look, I need this thing. I have tried different people and I have not broken through. So I need it. And I wanted to just find out if you can help. Then she just said, I'll just try and see. I'll get back to you. I think two days later, she got back to me and said, I I, I have just found, found something. I think I can help. So I said, Really? And he said, She said to me, Five days to a week, I'll get you sorted. Exactly one week later, Monday to Monday. I said, Monday to Monday. Monday to Monday. Your blessing will be a Monday to Monday blessing. Suddenly, it just came to pass. This was it. She just called back to me one week later. She said, "It's ready." I said, "Wow! Wow! Wow! Wow!" Something wonderful is going to happen to you suddenly 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 suddenly
1: give Jesus a shout of praise
3: Somebody is going to get a job suddenly
1: Somebody is going to get a car suddenly You didn't think
3: that somebody is going to find a beloved suddenly. He's a
1: Suddenly, 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 your fortunes are going to change suddenly. Suddenly, oh, suddenly.
3: Put your hands together for the Lord
1: as a For a sudden and miraculous breakthrough, my God, hallelujah! Wonderful,
3: you may be seated in the presence of God. Oh, Satan is going to be disappointed. Satan thought that, oh, the year is finished, so God, God is finished. But God is not finished with us. If he used six days to create the the whole earth and rested on the seventh, then in one month, he can create the earth almost five times. Almost five times all over again. In a month. Oh my God. Ah, and still have time to rest. Hallelujah. Well, you're welcome to Sunday morning service. And I believe that God's word will bless your heart. Somebody say amen. Previously on how to enjoy life in the church, we said that God has chosen a place. To put his name and he said that place We must seek it And we must come to it Amen So we read from I think Deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 5 And Bible tells us that Is that not so Out of the land The land which the Lord shall select from all the tribes of the nation There I have a ham moving around There you shall, That you shall seek And thither shall ye gather Amen so we said God's house, we have to gather here. Is that not so? And then we said to gather, we must enjoy the place. Bible says, enjoy the wife of your youth. For this is your portion. So whatever God gives, God gives you, you must enjoy it. The family God has given you, enjoy it. The work God has given you, you must enjoy it. And you must enjoy the church also. Amen. And we mentioned a couple of things we must do in the church, to enjoy the church. We said we must love one another in the church. They've put it up in PowerPoint. We must love one another. We must support one another. We must edify one another, which is to build each other up. We must encourage one another. We must be affectionate one to another. In other words, we must greet greet one another with a holy kiss. Amen. And that is the only point that we have about five scriptures. To support. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so that later you don't go and say, Pastor is preaching something that's not from the Bible. I told you. And if you didn't get the explanation for that, it's in last week's episode of How to Enjoy Life in the Church. Is that not so? We are in Season 1. Next year we'll go to Season 2, How to Enjoy Life in the Church. Amen. We also said that We must comfort one another, provoke one another unto good works, forgive one another, and do what? Minister or serve one another, and also pray for one another. Did you pray for your neighbor this week? All right, it's powerful. I didn't get a neighbor. Did I get a neighbor? No. So who prayed for me? Anyway, it's also powerful. The Lord loves you, and so do I. Alright. So today, on how to enjoy life in the church. (laughs) Alright. This is episode what? Episode 3. Okay. Episode 3. Number 1. We must have compassion on one another. Amen. Have compassion on one another. Or be compassionate one to another. First Peter chapter number 3. Verse number 8. Peter says. Finally. Be ye all of one mind. Having compassion one to another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Be courteous. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that we should have compassion on one another, or compassion one to another. What is compassion, Your Honor? Compassion. When we say compassion, what does it mean? It means to have a deep sympathy towards your neighbor in their time of distress, discomfort when they enter into a problem have compassion on them Jesus in Matthew chapter 9 36 he says he saw the multitude and he had compassion on them why? because they were scattered and they were going astray as sheep without a shepherd so Jesus saw some people in a problem their problem was that they had no shepherd they had no pastor Reverend Daniel was not there to pastor them so they were going astray and as they were going astray he had comp he, he he had sympathy on them when your neighbor is going through a problem have sympathy have sympathy don't be spiteful to your neighbor don't say chocho You deserve it. I have been warning you about the way you drive. And you don't listen. listen. Now do you see the mess you have caused? I told you. I told you when you see the stop sign, you must stop. Now do you see? Do you see your face? As it is looking, as you have caused the mess. No, be compassionate. You advise her, she, does A lot of, look, if I'm going to go by that, I will never advise anybody in the church. I advise people all the time. They don't take it. When they come and ask me for advice again, I give them again. Even when they don't take the advice, even some, especially if I'm advising ladies about relationships, I try to put a disclaimer down first. I tell you, listen, this advice I'm giving you, You have two options. You either take it or you don't take it. Now, I just want to assure you that even if you don't take it, I will still be there for you. So if you don't take it and you go into a mess, don't feel that because I advised you and you didn't take it, you can't come back to me. I'm there, I'm waiting for you. Because when you don't take it, I know how things are going to play out. So I start getting the necessary medication as a remedy for the way things are going to go. Sometimes even I, look, sometimes I advise people, and when they, they do the other one, I start taking other measures to go and prevent them from ending up in the problem. Yeah, because it always... If you look, let me ask you a question. How many of you are familiar with this area? You see, at the robot here, if you take a left turn, where are you going? No, if you go this way. No matter if you pray in tongues, you believe in prophecies, you take communion, you are still going that way. It's not like Pastor has cursed you. Nobody has cared. Once you see, if you were trying to go to town, you will go straight. Once you take a left turn, you are not going to town. You are going either towards the prisons or to pella So sometimes what I do is that to make sure that you don't get to the prisons or the mental hospital. Or Pelham, I go ahead of you and go and block the road that is going to the mental hospital. That's the first one. That road must be blocked. Then I block the Pelham side if it's possible. So that you are forced to turn right. Which now gives you more time to decide, do I really want to go to town or I still want to go to Imbal? If I can, I also try and go, so it's like we'll be taking precautionary measures to make road close, road close, road so that you don't get into trouble. But sometimes some of you are too quick. I mean you speed, you even run the robot. So when even we are going to block the road, you have already crossed. You have already crossed. Even sometimes they put a roadblock. Some of you park and then you go and remove the cone. The cone from the road. And you drive through. And when you drive, you don't close the road. It's like, my neighbors, you two come, come, come. It saddens me to say that the end is usually not nice. But even when it ends like that, I will come. I'll cry with you. I'll clean your tears. I'll show you compassion. Because sometimes, some people must make mistakes before they come to their senses. In the story of the prodigal son, the Bible says that a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give unto me the portion of goods that falleth unto me. And the father divided unto them his living. This was the most foolish decision the boy was ever going to make in his life. But the father allowed him. And then the Bible says, not many days later, he gathered all together and took his journey to a far country. And there, wasted his life on Raoul living. That's when his problems began. The Bible says, and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to feel being want. And he went to join himself to a citizen of that country who sent him to the field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. But, he, said, he, he was so hungry, nobody gave anything to him. But he says, but when he came to himself,
0: is the mistake
3: and the hardship, a few hard knocks here and there, Made him come to himself. It means from the time he was introduced into the Bible, he was besides himself. The day he asked his father that question, he said, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. Or, Pastor, I want to marry this guy by all means. Or, look, I want to leave Peter Marisberg by all means. That, from that day, he was, his lunacy began. It's only until the problem knocked him in a certain way that he came to himself. And what was the realization? He saw that life was better in my father's house than anywhere. He said, how many servants or hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish here in hunger. He said, the reason why I'm hungry is because of where I am. My location is the cause of my hunger. But the, the point I'm making is that he came to his mind started working well. Sometimes people must make a few mistakes. Fire must burn your hands small. Oh yeah. But the Bible says when people are in a predicament, they're in a problem. Don't come and recount the mistakes, seventeen mistakes you made on your way to this problem. Number one, number two, and you put it in PowerPoint. He says, sympathize with them. Sympathize with them. Sympathize with them. The elder brother, when he came, when he heard that they were celebrating that the brother had come, he pulled the brother's pictures on Facebook, and he showed it to This is your son. This is why he has this. His poverty has come because of this problem. He was in the field. He was there with harlots. He showed him a picture. Dadin, have you seen this picture of this your son with this girl and this other girl? And, and he explained to the father the type of girls he's moving with. It's not your normal Zulu girls. No, 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 no. He's into halots. And not only local halots, but international ones. Indian ones, Chinese harlots, all kinds of halots. When he came, the father, he had compassion. The said, and the father had compassion upon him and fell on his neck and kissed him. Yeah. He had compassion on him. I told you the kiss is a normal greeting. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, since we don't have forever. Number two. Teach and admonish one another. This is two points put in one because they go to the same place. Teach and admonish one another. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 16, the Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one another. In psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and singing with love in your heart to the Lord. It says, Let God's word dwell in you richly. Why? So that you be able to teach one another and admonish one another. Admonish is like counsel or advice one another. So you can even make it two points teach one another, advise one another. In the church, people must be taught in the church. Not only by the pastor. No, if it was only by the pastor, I wouldn't need to read this to you. Because I teach you all the time. But one another. We, as we interact with each other, we must teach each other. Teach each other primarily the word of God. You say you have friends in the church. You have never sat to teach them anything from the Bible before. Whether... Formally or informally. Never. You have never had a conversation and said, Oh, look, I read this scripture and I had this revelation. I just wanted to share with you. I wanted to discuss with you. No, never. In the church, there must be sharing. Tell your neighbor there must be sharing. You must share one with another. Terence, you must share with your wife. Although sometimes wives are the most difficult people to share
1: with. Yeah. Teach one another.
3: The word of God. That's why when you come to church, you must listen to the preaching very well. Look, about half of the church is not in church today. After church... If you should have somebody that you know in the church who didn't come to church today that you, you will call and say, wow, today I was very blessed. I learned one, two, three from the word of God. Wow. Why not? In the, in the church. If you don't teach them, somebody else will teach them. Television will teach them. Radio will teach them. Newspapers will teach them. Facebook will teach them. Twitter will teach them. All these things will teach them if you don't teach them. Teach one another. Even in Titus, Titus 2, I think Titus 2 4, it says that the older women should teach the younger women how to be good wives and how to love their children. Teaching must go on in the church. Older women should teach the younger women how to be good wives. It means that being a good wife, you have to be taught. You are not born with it, it's not hereditary. To know that when your husband comes home, he must eat, you must be taught. That's why in this church before you, marry, we take you through counseling for six months. To teach you. And your husband has to eat. It was, look, that even you must serve your husband. When he gets home, he says he's hungry, you are just looking at him and changing channels on the TV. You are now asking, what should I cook? When it's already 8 in the evening, you are now going to cook. When would the food be ready? So it's very late. Why don't you eat some conflicts? So go, 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 go and warm your food in the microwave. Meanwhile, you are a wife. Warming the food in the microwave, my children can warm it for me. But I didn't marry my children, I married you. Hello? You must be taught. Sometimes there are so many stubborn wives in the church, it's even unbelievable. I mean, when I say stubborn, stubborn with a capital, "steal." stop on it's almost like you have married a witch stop on sometimes to be a husband in fact to be a good husband you must also be taught there are so many things that we can teach Sometimes you have uncaring husbands. They are in the church. You are moving in the church. You are dressed nicely with your tie and everything. Your, husband, your wife is looking like a boy moving in the church. Yeah, and she's moving in the church and she's looking like a boy. And you are sitting there happy.
4: just all, yeah. I,
3: I, I was at, I was, I, I think I was at Liberty Mall with a husband. He saw some, some, some dress, and he said he made a comment, something indicating that it will be good for his wife. I said, buy it. Let's even And then I mean, he was he made the comment. Then it was almost like his mind is going to change. I said, no, buy it. Get it. Get it. It will be good for her. It will be good for her! once it has occurred okay to you, you saw the thing, you thought about it. Buy it. Unless you can't afford it, but if you can afford it, buy it. Yeah, buy it. Sometimes young men in the church have to be taught how to choose a potential wife. You'll be so surprised at the things that people look at terrence to choose a wife. Sometimes you are in the church. We are talking about. All these nice things. Instead of looking for character, spirituality, guess what they are looking for? They are looking at lips, hips, wicks, and fingertips. These are the four things. Should I say it again? Hips, lips, wicks, and fingertips.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, when I saw when I saw her wig, when I saw her lips and her hips and her fingertips,
3: I think she's the one. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of looking for somebody who fears God, has a good character, is respectful, is kind. It's well-natured. Well-natured person. Cause there, sometimes there are ill-natured people around. And sometimes you can't tell. She has quarreled with this one. She has quarreled with this one. She has quarreled with this one. You are the next person she's going to quarrel with. Then the brother has been so moved by a wig. Week. A wiggle. I don't know why I'm in this area, but I mean a wig. I mean, can you, can you, can you believe a wig? Listen, these four things, two are permanent, two are not. I mentioned four things, what were they? The lips and the hips, they are for hair. Sometimes they can, nowadays, everything can be bought on Alibaba or on Gumtree. Ga, on yeah, on wish, but at least lips and hips they own them by wicks and fingertips. But you must be taught. I say, you must be taught, and you must be taught. So there must be a lot of teaching in there. We, teach we, we must teach one another how to dress. How to look presentable. How to talk. All these things. It must, it must happen in the church. If you leave it to people. Look, the way is hot today. It's only by the grace of God. And the spirit of almighty God. That's, that's how come this morning we don't have breasts flying in the church. Oh, yeah!
1: So oh, it's very hot. I want to feel free. and you feel free
3: into my prayers. Hey. What type of freedom are you looking for? A freedom that becomes a prayer topic. Why? Number three, number three, time is not on our side. Number one, we said what? Have compassion. Number two, teach and admonish. Number three, be kind one to another. Show your neighbor kindness. Be kind one to another. Be kind one to another. In Ephesians, Paul is writing, in Ephesians chapter 4, he's writing, he's talking about how spiritual people behave. So in verse 28, it says, let him that stole, steal no more. It says, if you are a thief, stop stealing. It says, once you are a Christian, stop, even if you are a thief by profession, stop it. No, I don't know why you are laughing, because I don't say, there's no loose detail that I say. I have met somebody before, who asked, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm a pastor. Then I also, what do you do? I said, I'm a shoplifter. Yeah. First, she said, I work at the mall. So I said, what shop? girls, Edgar's, Woolworth. So, no, all of them. So I said, ah. Are you a mall manager? She said no. I'm a shoplifter. So she gets up in the morning, picks a taxi, I'm going to work. Then she goes to Liberty Mall. Then she goes from shop to shop lifting. Yeah. But even if, if that is your job, Paul said, now that you have become a Christian, stop it. Stop it. Verse thirty two is what we are looking for. It says, and be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. It says, be kind. Be kind, be kind, be kind one to another. When you deal with people, deal with them with kindness. Kindness. I think 31 even talks about clamor, wrath, anger. Is that a scripture? Yeah. It says, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you. With all wickedness, or malice. All wickedness, all malice. Read it to yourself, please. Let all what? Number one, bitterness. Number two, wrath. Number three, number four, number five, be put away from you with what? All malice, all wicked intentions. Let it be put away. Then he says, be kind one to another. In the church, we must be kind. Sometimes we operate more wickedly by even the things we say. Let's not even come to the things we do by the things we say. Wickedly. After you have said a thing, the person you have said it to, the person will cry the whole weekend because of what you said. Wickedness. May God remove every wickedness that is in our hearts. Look, and this thing is not just something we say so that you can shout, so that in the preaching, when we put it on the podcast, there's some response. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's a a prayer you must pray genuinely. Look, one day a lady came to see me. I had preached a message on love. One of these love, I think I like love a lot. So one of these love messages. And she came to see me. She said to me, Pastor, this thing you have preached, I mean, it's a nice message, but me, I know myself. I don't even like people around me. Which is perhaps the next point we are coming to hospitality. So I don't even like people around me. I said, really? What an honest presentation of yourself. She said, she said to me clearly. So, so she said, please pray with me and pray for me. So I prayed for her. Today, as I talk to you, She's pastoring a church and she has church members, she has people every Sunday. They listen to her. That it's like when, when you hear all her conversation, it's about oh, we are going to do this, and I'm inviting my church members to my house. She has this big pool in her house, they are coming for swimming in my house. The same person who said, I don't like when she was talking. I wanted to tell her, that's why you are not married. My Bible says, be sympathetic one to another. <laughs> But today she's married, children, church members coming to her house. In a, her house is like a drive-through. Coming, in, the same person. So I met her last year. I said, "Do you remember you came to see me?" She said, "Yes." And can you compare it to what is happening to you? She said to me, "It's a miracle." It's a miracle. So when I say, may God take away every bitterness, wickedness, clamor, anger, wrath from your heart. Believe it. Yeah, Yeah, believe it. Believe and pray that God will give us us hearts of love. Because our natural dispensation is wickedness. The heart is deceitful and wicked above all things. That's the heart. One day, during one of these xenophobic issues, I sat with some guys and I told them that. You see, these Somalis that you are busy attacking, eh, sometimes you don't know the things they have done before. Yeah. The day they turn it on you, you may say they are few, but you will be surprised what that is. Some of them have eaten human meat, human meat before. Not out of desperation. It's like when, they are, when, when the war, the genocide, the war, Rwanda war, Burundi war. The reason why this is fresh on my mind is that just last week I was with somebody from Burundi and Rwanda. Yeah. And I was listening to their stories. When they, they are escaping, they escape in a family. So they are running, running, running. They'll be running for days, nothing to eat. Then they get a safe place. But people are hungry. They have to eat. Then mother and father will have a meeting. Then they will decide that he knows something. This is our other child. Is very, he, he can't go any further. He's almost about to die. So instead of letting his death go to waste, let's share him and eat him. Yeah. Let's share him and eat him. And then they will share the child and eat the child and go in the strength for maybe another four or five days. The whole family, so they've saved it. So you can imagine the other siblings, how they are feeling. Next time, it can be me. And they have escaped. And they have just come in. They are just there quietly. Leave them be. Because you may trigger up something that you, you, you have not even thought about. Yeah, because it's in the blood. I tell you. But it says, rather be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. I know. I mean, recently I was sitting here. I don't know. I was sitting here and I said, I need, I need money. I was preaching. I mean, a lot of people gave me a lot of money. But if it wasn't the pastor, would you? I say it again. If it wasn't the pastor and it was your neighbor, you just turn and eyeball your neighbor quickly so that he can answer the question genuinely. If it was your neighbor, if it was your neighbor, if it was your neighbor, Would you give? Would
2: you be kind?
3: I says, let's be kind. The church should be a place where we find kindness. It's like, ask for, I mean, if you can't find anything in the church, ask for kindness. So there are a lot of kind people in the church. Kindness. Kindness. Number four. I'm giving you four points or five points and then, and then we close for season one kindness. Number four is what? What's number four? Hospitality. Let's do hospitality. It says use hospitality one to another at all times without grudging. First Peter four, nine. Be hospitable one to another. What does it mean to be others? Use hospitality one to another without grudging. What does it mean? What does being hospitable mean? Where, where is the lawyer? Mr. Lawyer, what does it mean? Honorable lawyer. And treat each other well. Yeah. Especially strangers. Have you found them? If you can find them, you can put it up for us. Strangers. Foreigners. Strangers. New people. When new people come to the church, be hospitable towards them. What does it mean? Are you following? Be neighborly. Be friendly. Be warm. Be courteous. Ah, I forgot to talk about being courteous. Be courteous. We read a scripture earlier on that said we should be courteous. First right? Peter 3, 8. Be pitiful. Be courteous. Be considerate. We are talking about hospitality.
0: Be sociable.
3: Be be generous. Basically, being hospitable means people can be around you. Whether in your home, wherever. But they can be around you. Be big-hearted. Hey! Look, one of the most difficult things to do is to have people in your house. Host people in your house. It's difficult. Yeah. Because number 1, you don't know what they want. Number 2, you don't know what they, they don't know what you don't like. Number 3, you can't tell whether they are comfortable or uncomfortable. Cuz when they are uncomfortable, they don't they won't say. I mean, not everybody will have the confidence to say it. I went somewhere to preach for a convention. I was there for six days. Even food to eat. Zero. Zero. I mean zero, zero. When I was going... I paid for my own flights to go. I mean I'm going to another convention, I'm paying my own flight to go. I paid my flight to go. That's the first thing. And you know how much flights cost? And I flew on SAA, not Mango. So you can also I went with a team of people, I paid for all of them to come. Even food to eat. Just jollof. Even if there's no jollof, just pop. I hear a party without jollof is a meeting. If you go to a party, they don't serve jollof. No matter what they serve, it's a meeting. It's not a party. Nothing to even eat. Even water to drink. Six days, they gave me two bottles of water. The small, the baby bottle. The small one. Two bottles. It's like, I'm supposed to drink it like communion. Hey! I, as I sat there, I said to myself, look. If it's not for God, Pa, if they invite me to this place, I would never come.
0: Yeah. No, seriously.
3: I will never come again. I said food, Mr. Rao, food to eat. I, you forget water, they give me two bottles of water. They, it's like the small not two later. Yes, that three thirty mil or something like that. Yeah, it's like I should manage anytime test it. Small, small like that. When I came back, I had lost weight. Yeah, when Leah saw me, that was the first. He said, "Rev, you have lost weight." Yeah, that's the first thing. I didn't even know I'd lost I'd lost weight. When she saw me, said, "Ah, you have lost weight." That's how I came back. There's some of us. If somebody comes to your house to sleep for two nights, the person will lose weight. Some people even go and eat in their room and the visitor is hungry outside. Yeah. So, since then, we have also learned wisdom. Anytime we are traveling, we make sure that we have weapons in our... in our bags. You will never see them, but they are there. No, no, no. I always have... Chocolate bars in my bar, just in case. There's nothing at least. You eat some small energy, you turn it into a fast. Then you just,
1: <laughs> yeah. Or oh, else, yeah. My God.
3: Be hospitable. Sometimes if we, the hospitable ones, when we visit them, we can see there's always, at least, oh, wouldn't you like to drink this thing? Wouldn't you like? To? I'm not saying you should have order. It, it's not easy. Hospitality is even kindness. That's why I said tender hearted. It's from the heart. It's not from what you have. The little that you have, you offer it. You offer it. And I don't know the way we have been hungry here before you even come to what? All we'll, we'll, we'll sides will come. May we be hospitable in the church. Tell your neighbor I'll be very hospitable towards you. And I will start today. So after church, I'm taking you to Honchos. You see, the, some of you, instead of telling your neighbor, I am taking you to Honchos, you are telling your neighbor that you are taking me to Honchos. Number five, we finish on this one. Number five, number five. It said, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. Ephesians 5, 21. It says, submitting yourselves one to another. Submitting yourself one to another. One to another. Submitting yourself one to another. Can I borrow your bottle of water for a second? Please. This is the bottle they gave me. I just, I just saw a good example in the church. Two of it. Uh, so one liter, two of it. This is it. This this size. It's not this color. You see, there's one that is. The blue is lighter.
4: This one.
3: Yeah, two of it for six days. Yes. Please pass it to her for me. Six days. Submit yourself, Abby. Submit yourself one to another. Submission talks about humility. Humility. Humble yourself one to another. Amen. Humble yourself one to another. Even as the pastor of the church, when I relate to people, I never relate to them. I'm the boss. I'm the big boss. I'm the last man standing. I'm the last killer. No. Cool. cool. Submit. Sometimes you need to do things for church members. Why not? Sometimes even you are the, the boss or whatever you are, you call yourself. But sometimes you need to calm down. I mean, can you imagine? Okay, your case is different. You are a police officer, so. Maybe I'm driving with her. her car. Then she gets a puncher. And we need to change the tire. So, well, I'm the pastor, so I'm sitting in front of my seatbelts. Keep the air conditioner on. You go and change the tire and come. What are you saying? What are you saying? No, that's why I didn't use it because you're a police officer. Maybe it's, maybe it's different with the police. I mean, yeah, I mean, we pay taxes, so maybe you are supposed to change our tires. So you, if I'm driving, you get a puncher. I'll just be sitting down, cooling, because I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about normal lady. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, pastor, what are you? She has a gun. Do you think we are equal? She has a gun. I don't have a gun. We are not equal.
0: Please,
3: yeah, submit to one another. I don't know how long I've been in the church. I've been in the church since we started the church in 2010. You just came to the church last year. No, submit, submit, humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself one to another. Go. Sometimes when we deal with each other in the church, it's like our pride and our pomp come so much it's not you, you can't even believe that we are in the church. Pomp is a short form of pomposity, okay yeah. It comes it's like, ah, ah. we were in the choir before you came
1: yourself pull yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself. Humble yourself, humble yourself.
3: number six. This is my final scripture. Hebrews chapter 12 verse number 14. It says follow after peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see God. Follow afterward peace Pursue
4: peace. Yeah.
3: Pursue peace. In the church, you must always pursue peace. Peace. In the choir, always pursue peace. In the ashes, always pursue peace. No matter what is happening, your mind is that we want to have peace. We want to pursue it. Follow it. Chase it. And holiness... Without which, without this, no man shall see God.
1: Yeah. pursue.
3: My, you. My, my mantra in my relationship with Terrence should be that there must be peace. There must be peace. There must be peace. There must be peace. Even if, if it means I have to apologize so that there's peace. I'll apologize. So that there's peace. Sometimes even you are wrong, but we apologize to you. So that there will be peace. Also, so that you are around, so that when you realize that you are wrong, you, you, are, you are still around. Yeah. Follow after peace. Follow after peace with everybody. There shouldn't be anybody in the church which is like, Charlie. You have had a beast with the person, said that the beast can never be solved. Sometimes people have a quarrel. Sometimes husband and wife they have an argument, and you are trying to solve the argument. And they all have a disposition to fight. No matter what you do, you can't get a solution. Sometimes one is looking for peace, the other one wants to fight. You can never get a solution. Unless both of them are looking, after, looking for peace. They all want to be happy. They all want to solve their problem. Then you come. You can quote all the scriptures in the Bible. The one who is looking for war will say, but pastor, what about this other part? And have you thought about this other scripture? And then what about this one? And then this other one? And then this other one? Anything, if you put it this way, they turn it. If you turn it this way, they turn it that way. But if you are after peace, the slightest light you see is, oh, okay, it's fine. Pastor, it's okay. Let's have some peace. Tell your neighbor, let's have some peace. Let's have, say it like you mean it. Let's have some peace. Let's have some peace. Peace. There must be peace in the church. I see the church being filled with peace all over. Put your hands together. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this sermon to a close. Let's bring it. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself shortly as we close. Just pray for yourself and say, Lord, help me. Fill my heart. With love. Fill my heart with love. Love for the brethren. Love for the brethren. Love for the brethren. Love for the brethren. Jesus said, by this shall all men know. That you are my disciples. If you love one another. If you love. The clear sign. That we are really following the Lord. Is when we love one another. If you love one another If you love one another Pray for yourself right now Brandolo bo sipando noskepara Kimolo bo sipalele sipalona Kentolo bo sipando skeperebara Prasi tolika sekapato sipayala Lepato simolekayala Fill our hearts Lord with love with love with love with love with
1: love with love
3: maybe you are here you struggle you struggle in this department pray for yourself there's grace today I believe there's grace I believe the spirit of the Lord is moving in this place with grace with grace with grace, with grace to help, to help all of us, to help all of us, to help all of us, to help all of us. Pray, pray, pray. Lord, help me. Help me God. Help me God. Malopale kate bosipata, mikola pasiko lekayala, manto poloko sipayala, masipo layata, rapate kosi pata, lepo
1: sipayala, help us, help us, help us. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Lift your hands and yes, just thank God, Father. We thank
1: you. We thank you. We bless you. We
3: bless you. We bless you. Thank you. Let's, let's sing this song together. Finally, as we bring this to a close. Um, Let there be love shared amongst us. It's our prayer. It's our prayer. It's our prayer. Sing it as your prayer to the
1: Let there be love Shed amongst us Let there be love In our hearts And may this love Sweep this nation And cause us, oh Lord To Arise, give us the fresh understanding of brotherly love that is real. Let there be the love shared our most.
3: Let there be love,
4: let there be love,
1: shared amongst us, let there be love.
3: in season, that this church will be filled with ardent love in our hearts in the church. Everyone shall indeed know that we are your disciples. We thank you. We bless you. Thank you for such a great opportunity to show forth your love to your children. We bless you. Let us have countless testimonies on how you by your word have worked on us. We give you glory. We give you praise. Remember, we are but human and you know our friend. As a father, pitieth the son, so the Lord pitieth his children. For he knows you know what we are. Easily prone to do. But help us. With your spirit. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Let the work begin Holy Spirit. In this church. Let there be a love.
1: Revolution.
3: In this land. We thank you. We bless you. In the name
1: of Jesus. He said,
3: Amen Put those hands together For Jesus Look, give five people A high five and say I love you, I love you I love you, I love you, I love you I love you, I love you I love you, you." you can add a hug You can add a hug To it You can add a hug to it Say, I love you. I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you the glory of the
1: Lord. Do you know that song? You
3: know that song. It's a simple song. We just learn it. You ready to go? It's a simple song. Just two minutes. We'll close after this communion. Then we go home. Of, of the,
1: the Lord. Lord, I can see you. The glory,
4: the, the glory, of glory
1: of the Lord. I love you with the love, the love, the love of the Lord. Love Please love put the words up. The I love you with the love of the Lord. Yes, I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you, I can see the beauty of the Lord, the beauty of the Lord. I love you, I love you with the love. I can see in you. I, I can see, see you. the beauty, the, the beauty, beauty of the Lord. Lord. I love you. I, I love, love you with the love of the Lord. Let's it again. You. I love, I love you. you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Yes, I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see. I can see. The glory, the, the glory, glory of the Lord. I love you it. with the love of the Lord. I can see in you. I can see in you the glory, the, the glory, glory of the Lord. I love you. I, I love, love you. With that's, the love that's it. That's it. I love you with the love of the Lord. I, I love, love you. To your neighbor. I love you Find a neighbor. Love Have a smile on your face. I love you and look at your neighbor. Don't look in the air. You are singing to your neighbor. I can see the glory. The glory of the Lord. I love you with the love. Of, I can see in you. I can see The love of I can see in you. I can see right the in presence, you. The presence, presence, presence of, of the, Lord. the Lord. I love you. I, I love, love you with the love, with the love of, the of the Lord. I can see in you. I can see in
3: You can't find a neighbor Or your neighbor has deserted you Find a neighbor I'm going to wait for you Find a neighbor Find a neighbor If you don't have a neighbor Find a neighbor Pastor Spa Help them to find neighbors Make sure Nobody's We are against loneliness in the church Everybody should have a neighbor Yes now find a neighbor you all have it who doesn't have a neighbor you don't have a neighbor give me a wife
1: glory of the lord everybody's got a neighbor lord. i love you with the
3: love now sing to your neighbor and look lord. at your neighbor don't look at me
1: yes i love you with the love you are talking to your neighbor I can see in you. I can see the kindness of the Lord. I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you. I can see see the kindness, the presence of the Lord. I love love you with the love. One more time. I love you with the Lord. Lord. I I love love you you with the the love. Of the Lord I love you for the last time I can see you I can see you I can see the glory of the Lord.
3: But we are coming together even stronger. Stronger. I tell you. From the beginning of the Bible, Satan has been fighting to separate people one from another. Separate man from God. Separate angels from God. Every relationship, Satan is trying to break it apart. Because of the love of God Which is shed in our hearts He will not prevail In this church There will be so much Love in the church Even when Satan sees it When his demons come to him And he said Have you heard of that church Called loyalty house In Peter Marysburg I think we should attack it then he would tell them, You guys are small boys. That church, there's too much love in the church. We can't even find one person in the church to use against the church. So, you know something? Let's leave that church alone and attack other places. May that be our story In the name of Jesus When the devil sees your house And he wants to attack May he see a strong love In oppression in the family And say that you know something Let us leave this house And find another house
1: the love of God.
3: Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, in our hearts, in our hearts. Tell your neighbor again, I love you. Please say it like the way I'm saying it. Be romantic. Say, I love you. I love you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word. I'm fully out of time. God loves you, and so do I. This welcome Pastor Spa.
0: here and you don't know Jesus and you want to say today, I want to know this Jesus that is making everybody so happy. So if you are not born again, please give me a wave. If you are not born again and you want to say today, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. After such a powerful preaching of love and Admonishing for one another and teaching one another all these good things. If you want to give your life to Christ, please give me a wave. Oh, if you have your hand up, please come to the front. Encourage her.
1: Just to pray and
0: please join in and say, Dear Lord Jesus, today I come to you as a sinner condemned to go to hell. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I say, From today, Satan, you have no place in my heart, dear Lord Jesus. From today, I am born again. Give a round of applause. Mm-hmm. Our pastor has this book to give to you. Give a, a, another round of applause. Please go with the love sister inside. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Conley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Magsburg, or call 078 038 2166. God richly bless you.